Hello, hello, hello. I am talking to you from my Monday morning Pacific time on March 14th and wanting to share a little bit about what has been coming in for uh, the current energies and also a kind of an interesting, fun little thing around the body stuff, the biology stuff at the cellular level. So the energies right now, kind of yesterday, today, kind of this week, have a very interesting quality. And this is kind of leading up to the full moon, which is um, on the 18th, I believe. And I don't remember the time offhand, but you can look that up if you're curious. Um, and so there's a... Hmm, Okay, there's 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 a ton of kind of things that are shifting um and kind of in transit or or in 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 between. So there's a very kind of in betweenness energy right now, which you may be experiencing in a variety of different you know, kind of related ways. So some may be feeling kind of voidal, some may be feeling sort of kind of that sort of interstitial, some may be feeling kind of just sort of, um, kind of, you know, sort of a waiting or a limbo phase, um, et cetera. There's a million different ways that we could be experiencing this. Um, I was experiencing it, uh, yesterday, um, as a sort of like, it felt like I was sort of encased in a kind of clear molasses kind of substance where it was sort of challenging to move, not in a painful way at all, just kind of like, okay, I'm just sort of stuck here. <laughs> and it was very funny. Um, and, uh, and then I was um, called very uh, explicitly to be outside in the sun for a specific period of time. And so I was outside and, and fortunately the, it was a very cloudy day, but the clouds cleared for a brief period, giving me that time to kind of have my, my face towards the sun. And there were many, uh, I felt many kind of codes coming in through that. Um, and I wasn't unpacking, if you will, kind of the information in those sort of light packets at that time in my awake awareness. And nor did I feel any need to. It was just kind of like, let them all in and they'll open up later. Sort of stock up all those little presents inside for later. So some of those presents started opening up overnight. And so I was awakened in the kind of the middle of the night um, with a kind of 11-11 actually, which was sort of fun, um, with a very specific clear vision. And I'm not usually woken up with this kind of stuff. But in this case, what I heard as I woke up was it was sort of here was the, the vision was right there. And then the information was record this for yourself now and we woke you up and by we I mean like all of my beingness and all of my sort of support system so my cosmic self and you know my kind of council um that I work with uh that I am part of and um the and so we want you to record this so that it's available in your human awake awareness tomorrow as well so the vision was um related was my cells at the cellular level um so the that the cell membrane the cell membrane which is a plasma membrane is what it's what it's called um uh that the membrane itself had in recent days 
and may stay in this place for a few more days had really kind of thickened, had gotten wider. And I could sort of see this visual of kind of the little cell bubble and the little cell membrane around it and that it had gotten thicker, sort of fatter and wider and that it felt very fluid and that it had gotten wider and was filling with more fluid as a mechanism of support and protection for what is inside the cell. And that this was in direct response to um, energetics coming in to the planet, uh, photons, neutrinos, plasma, blah, 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 all the different things coming into the planet um, and coming from the sun, um, as well as coming from other stars and, and kind of the, the broader kind of cosmic pieces coming in. So that this was a useful mechanism that I should allow. And some context within my kind of human experience was that um, I have been doing some sort of shifting and tweaking a little bit around certain things I'm doing in support of my body and of my biology related to, um, it doesn't matter what it's related to, and I was feeling a sort of puzzlement um, over a recent uh, handful of days where all of the things that I was doing that I was guided to do, that I was just listening into my body telling me what to do around what to eat and the timing and the rhythm of eating um, and other activities, having kind of the opposite effect, it felt, um, than what I had expected would occur. And so I was sort of like, why is that the case? Like, well, that doesn't, that's odd. It doesn't make sense. Um, moments of frustration, of course, as well, because there was sort of, you know, I was interested and excited by the desired uh, outcome and not happy to have the opposite. <laughs> right. Hello. Welcome to human. And um, and so this I was, you know, what I heard was this is why you're having that experience. It isn't causally related. It wasn't your behaviors that you were following kind of the sort of the directives, if you will, of the body um, that was causing that opposite. It was this other piece. And so just continue what I heard, just continue doing more and more of the very specific pieces that you're being guided for in terms of supporting in your own biology and don't worry about the kind of immediate sense of effects in the macrophysical meaning like the you know full like the body I think of as kind of the macrophysical where it's like oh I'm feeling my human body and oh, how does my stomach feel today or my legs or my shoulder whatever right whereas kind of the micro uh, physical is more at that sort of cellular level or mitochondrial level or even particle level so um so this was very fun, very delightful information to receive. And so I did a little tiny, like, you know, 90 second uh, recording to myself just to kind of anchor and in case I would forget in the morning, although I didn't, um, and went back to sleep and then uh, slept well, continued to sleep well for most of the night. In the very early morning, I actually had more very specific, interesting guidance around. Um, some of you saw that I had this sort of fun uh, Saturday afternoon um, at the Crystal Fair where there was a bunch of uh, wholesale pricing available and a bunch of little crystal beings had said to me, come down to this and made me aware that the fair even existed, which wasn't on my radar. 
And so popped down there and brought home many new fun uh, crystal friends <laughs> to the family. And you saw maybe those pictures that I shared um, on my socials about the cats also kind of checking out the new family members. Anyway, one of these was a uh, is a really cool um, large quartz from Madagascar and has these interesting little kind of gold flecks in it. I don't know what those are in in human terms, but it's an incredibly um, interesting, potent uh, uh, being and bringing in very interesting energies. And um, uh, on our first night, wanted to sleep with me. So I was like, okay, fine. So, you know, it was just sort of that created some really fun uh, experiences and I could feel this vibration throughout my body um, for a couple of hours. So there wasn't a lot of sleeping going on. Um, and then finally I was like, okay, okay, enough. I can't take anymore and sort of put, put this being to the side table and went to sleep. So early this morning had this kind of guidance around working with um, this crystal. And so was working with this crystal at several different points in my head and in my neck. And there had been I had woken up with some kind of some stress, some tension, some pressure and a feeling of kind of like too much. This happens to me often where I wake up with this feeling of kind of too much like swelling or like too much liquidy swelling in my head area. Um, and I have, have had various different little tweaks around that over, over recent times that have helped. Um, for example, just, I hear someone might find this of interest. I recently changed the orientation of my bed so that my head, instead of while I'm in my bed, my head kind of pointing North, my head is now pointing East. Um, and that has made an enormous difference with that kind of feeling of pressure in my head in the morning that had been building up and the kind of head facing north is very traditionally um, uh, believed to be ideal in, I believe, Chinese feng shui traditions. Uh, but there are also kind of Indian traditions that say facing east is better. I don't know. Uh, kind of the, some of the theories that people have around this to try to understand it have to do with the sense of kind of the the pull magnetically um, of iron in the body, um, uh, creating kind of too much iron flow towards the head when one is facing generally northward, and that this is optimized by facing eastward. I don't know that felt there felt like there was something correct in that, even if those words and human understanding weren't exactly accurate for me specifically for my own body. So I'm not telling anyone that you should do this. But if you're having kind of issues with your head in the morning, you could play around with that. Um, I just played around with it by sort of sleeping sideways on my on my bed one night and found that was much better. Um, the corollary also is if your head is facing south and you're often waking up feeling drained, uh, then you might also want to try this kind of facing east instead. And the facing east um, is recommended more for northern hemisphere. So if you're southern hemisphere and you're feeling some of this, you might try west facing. Okay, so that was a little commercial on <laughs> this whole sleeping piece so the so the crystal was just working with me and I don't really have words for what was happening but it was really helpful and I just felt much uh, lighter and clearer and then slept again for another hour or two and then was up for my regular morning time and uh, and I'm here now so what I want to bring to you about the kind of the energies this sort of interesting time right now as I described this feeling of kind of being in a 
you know, whether you're feeling that kind of, like I was feeling of sort of that kind of clear molasses feeling, or you're feeling that in-betweenness, or that kind of not sure about, about kind of, mm, that kind of voidal, not really voidal, it's not voidal so much, although we may go in and out of moments of voidal as a support to us, because actually it can be very tense for the human to be in an extended period of kind of nothingness <laughs> and, and not that there's nothingness but that feeling of ambiguity basically um is 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 a way in which the human is going to be experiencing these energies for a couple of days at least and that can be really frustrating and hard for us um we don't do well with tolerating ambiguity typically as humans and in fact one of the kind of hallmarks of developing a greater emotional maturity is the capacity to handle and tolerate ambiguity um so this will give you opportunity, whether you want it or not, to lean into that. And uh, and actually, as I say, to lean into that, the, the best way to deal with it is actually to lean back, to really let your human lean back and just move your attention backwards as a human. Just lean back. Let the cosmic self kind of come through and flow through you and kind of run the show as much as possible. Um, you know, sort of float, lean back, feel your cosmic self kind of holding you like a big giant kind of golden being that is holding you in its lap, almost sort of like you're sitting in a big giant golden throne. Um, but really it's this kind of giant cosmic being that is you, that is holding you and can kind of take care of things through this little phase. And that can make it actually an incredibly enjoyable time. So you know, prepare to enjoy it, prepare to be carried, allow yourself to be kind of carried through, look for um, uh, opportunities to practice this when you start to feel kind of tense or irritable, um, or you start to make assumptions about what's going on with somebody else, if they are being tense or irritable, and you're making a story about, oh, they're the crabby with me, or they're thinking this thing about me, or oh, how dare they about me, it has nothing to do with you. I mean, it didn't have anything to do with you anyway, but it really has nothing to do with you. Like, it doesn't even have anything to do with them, <laughs> right? Like, it's just, it's just hard to be in this, in this, in this phase. So just, it, it can be. It can also be really lightful. Uh, so allow that. Really just kind of lean back. Um, build time into your calendar. If you have a lot of things going on, build little tiny reminders into your calendar that just say, remember to lean back. Like that's all you need, right? Like put a big sticker up on your computer, you know, use a, use a post-it that says lean back and just, oh, that's right. I'm going to lean back and, and literally physically also look at your posture. Where are you leaning forward in a way that is not great for your posture or that is too grippy? Like, ooh, 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 I'm leaning in, I'm leaning in. Yeah, yeah, gimme, gimme, gimme. Tell me, tell me, tell me. I want the info. I want to do the thing. Yeah, 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 Give me the thing. Where's the thing? Whatever it is. It doesn't matter what it is, right? Lean back. And when you're kind of leaned back a little bit, like I'm, I'm sitting in a chair right now and I'm kind of leaning back, but also I can 
have much more room inside when I lean back just a little bit. I have more upright posture. My shoulders are really down from my ears. They're they're wide and open. I have more room uh, between them. I'm creating more room in my chest, both kind of horizontally um, as well as kind of vertically through my spine. And this really supports the big heart space reworkings with these radical expansions in the heart space that have been going on for some time and are are continuing for, for some as well. Remember to put all of this in the context of we are moving through this passageway time and we can get very, very um, impatient or alternatively sort of forgetful about what just happened a few days ago or a few weeks ago because we normalize so quickly. This is really good that we normalize so quickly and also can create challenges for our human uh, way of experiencing things. Um, it is just sort of a part of the human condition that we normalize immediately to circumstances and or very rapidly, I should say, not immediately to circumstances. And from a neutral perspective, this is a really cool superpower. When your circumstances are very difficult, um, then this is a problem because you normalize to them and then you begin to think they're how things are supposed to be, right? And so moving out of that is very challenging and uh, sort of the unpleasant uh, metaphor for that is, you know, the frog being slowly boiled to death in water that is getting increasingly hot, but because he's in the water, he doesn't realize how hot and unpleasant it's becoming. So if your external circumstances currently uh, feel unpleasant to you, then this, you know, this may be very relevant. Now, if you're, if you have created, um, you know, some positive, delightful external circumstances, even uh, certain things that are kind of coming and going, then focus there, right? And let those become the normal. And sometimes when those become the normal, this is particularly true for those of you who are really moving very fast in your personal evolutionary journey, in your evolutionary leap, we can get hungry for where's the next new level of awareness. And when the next new level of awareness isn't immediately available, we can get very sort of cranky and toddler tantrum-y and kind of like, meh, 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 where's the thing? And sometimes we then internalize that as like, oh no, what am I doing wrong? Oh no, I've screwed up. Oh no, blah, blah. So no, you haven't, right? So you can normalize in a way that isn't useful to you, or hmm, that's not what I want to say. It is useful to you to normalize, but you can forget that 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 where you're at is all what I'm saying. Like it's a habit that comes back to internalize it in a negative way. So the way, the reason that the normalization can be such an incredible superpower for where we're going evolutionarily is that it is one of the kind of precursors to really being able to experience your multidimensionality or pan-dimensionality really as we're moving into increasing access to all your dimensional access um but you you when you, one of the sort of one of the sort of ways in which your physical three-dimensional human experiences multidimensionality is a sense of being so in the quote-unquote now that you actually are able to kind of access many different times at once. This is sort of like the sort of time walking, time hopping thing. Um, and that really, you can't really do that unless you're really here right now. And the normalizing to the new now that you're creating rapidly for yourself lets you more quickly uh, kind of be in the new capacities and upgrades that you are opening within yourself. Now, 
remember, 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 this is not about kind of transcendence in a sort of ascension, leaving your body, leaving the earth. This is a deepening into the embodied expression of that. It is the both and of bringing the stars, if you will, into your embodied experience here, bringing yourself closer and closer into earth, into connection with earth as being, into connection with all of the beings that are here, the sort of the imminence, if you will, sort of that many people... um, enjoy kind of looking at the kind of relationship between sort of the transcendent and the imminent and uh, imminence and transcendence is a kind of an interesting polarity to play with if you like to play with that stuff um, for me it's just that the both hand and it's the embodied expression um, of the both hand that we are here to do <coughs> okay I've been talking a little longer than I realized I would but um, I wanted you to have this support, particularly for this week, but I also am hearing that this sort of support and guidance is relevant for um, outside of this particular time period that I'm speaking to you for many um, in the future. So I think this will be a very useful um, uh, support for many as they're moving through different points in their own journey and have these experiences. And then lastly, I need to tell you, because this is happening again right now as I'm talking to you, um, so I have been having in the last 24 hours just so more than I can count visits from uh, giant um, uh, uh, bald eagles. So I've been um, having these sort of visits. So yesterday there were this this huge bald eagle was sort of flying right by my window multiple times. And this is not a normal experience for me. I do live in an area where we have a number of them, but it is not a normal experience for me to see them right by this window. So flying right by the window and then flying back the other way and then flying, like, I don't know, a, a half dozen times, this huge, incredibly enormous eagle flying this way and then this morning several times there's actually been a pair of them and I almost never see them with another one doing the same thing a couple of times um, and then just one more again so um, very interesting messages from uh, from this beautiful bald eagle and I'm hearing as I'm kind of tapping into that a little bit, there are some personal messages for me that I will just kind of uh, uh, keep and integrate. But also, I think this is very much related to some of this. There's, there's, there, I'm hearing the sort of the symbolism of the way in which the, the bald eagle is the sort of so-called great American eagle. Um, although it has, of course, been many, 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 many things in many cultures long before the, you know, barely two seconds of existence that America, the United States of America has existed. Um, but we, of course, are in the early stages of the, oh, they're both back now. Okay. Wow. That's intense. Um, of the, um, of the uh, U.S. Pluto return. And you know I'm not, you know, the astrology expert at all, but I, I, I like to play around in it. And so those of you who enjoy astrology at all may be aware, and I tend to play with it at the planetary level, not the individual level, may be aware that we have are in this a huge Pluto return for the U.S. and that it is shaking up lots of things. So 
just uh, some awareness perhaps that some of the the tension around the ambiguity that people may be experiencing may somehow be related to this Pluto return for the U.S. Um, and I'm not having more on that right now for you. Um, but um, it was very interesting to, as I was saying that and kind of my human was sort of like, really, we're going to go here? And then immediately both those eagles flew over the top of the window again. So I'm like, okay, it's, that's what we're sharing. <laughs> so there it is. So hopefully this is very fun for you and that you're able to just really have a fun time floating around. Um, and, you know, if the if the cellular visionary vision that I shared speaks to you, then work with that. But I'm also hearing that even if it doesn't particularly resonate individually, the the kind of the opportunity to encase yourself in bubble wrap, so to speak, in a lightful bubble wrap uh, today, tomorrow, this week, I think is very a good move to just kind of put yourself in a big giant extra thick golden membrane um, around your beingness and just let that sort of floating carry you along through this little period uh, this little phase in the passageway and you'll have a much better experience so that kind of leaning back into that golden cosmic support and let it wrap around you and create a beautiful golden bubble membrane around you um, feels very on point. And I'm going to leave you with that fantastic image and encourage you to drop into that energy and that imagery um, as often as possible um, in these days. I love you so much. Thank you so much for your light in the world and this opportunity to connect in this way and many others. Bye.